Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another training camp recap. It is the 10th training camp practice. The Pittsburgh Steelers are starting to gear up for the big preseason game on Thursday against the Dallas Cowboys, and there was a lot to cover at this practice. This is probably the last padded practice that they will have. I don't know that for sure. They do have practice on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday is closed to reporters the day before a game. Thursday is the game. Friday is the day off, and they return to practice on Saturday. So there's a lot of people that are going, what is this going to look like? I've, today was a padded practice on Monday. Uh, there was some physicality. We'll get to that during this recap. But I have a feeling that they probably will ease off of the players now as they prepare for the Hall of Fame game. And I have to just constantly remind myself. So I feel like I have to remind you, the listener, as well. A lot of these reports, you know, you think about the fact that TJ Watt hasn't practiced. A lot of it has to do, he was never going to see the field anyways. Uh, There's no reason to risk him pulling a hamstring or anything like that. So we shall see. As a reminder, before we get started with the recap, uh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. That's where you can find our live tracker to keep up to date with what's going on at training camp practice. Also, all the other breakdowns and news you can imagine, including my recap article, which always airs 9 a.m. the next day after that particular practice. Wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you do not miss a thing. That includes my Monday, Wednesday, Friday Let's Ride podcast, as well as the live mic, the Steelers Stat Geek, and all of our new programming now, like the War Room with Matty Peverell, uh, the, Steel- the uh, Steelers Fantasy Fix, and we have several shows, including the Ohioans, the Power Half Hour coming up. My goodness, make sure you're following us there so that you don't miss a thing either. Okay, let's get started. Zach Banner, a player who has not done anything really team-related. He's been there working out. He's been present. He hasn't done anything team-related since the first week of training camp. Uh, he, you know, he tore his ACL last season, week one. He got his first live reps of camp uh, when the Steelers were basically starting their seven shots. Uh, they did a goal-line drill. Uh, during that drill, Roethlisberger had Juju Smith-Schuster on a quick in-and-out for a touchdown, then threw to the end zone and missed Najee Harris out wide. Uh, Banner, he looked good in pass pro, according to Brian Batko of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette versus Melvin Ingram. So good news to see Zach Banner starting to ease his way back into it. Injury update, Coach Tomlin said only minor bumps and bruises to report, said it was good to see Zach Banner back out there on the practice field. Also said that Benny Snell, who was absent, didn't practice Mondays being looked at, didn't have any information, said he would provide an update when he has it to determine the severity or lack thereof. In other words, this could be a serious injury. No one knows what's going on with Benny Snell, but he was not out there. Um, also, Mike Tomlin revealed that Terrell Edmonds had offseason surgery, and that's one of the reasons he's been held out of tackling drills. Miles Killebrew has been getting a lot of work with the first team in his place at safety. That does not mean that Terrell Edmonds is not going to be able to play this season. They're just holding him out of tackling drills at this moment. Speaking of seven shots, 
Uh, when the Steelers, obviously they went one for two with the starting offense. The Steelers' back, uh, backups went in. Uh, Justin Lane had a nice pass breakup for a stop, and Mason Rudolph found Anthony McFarland for a touchdown over the middle. Dwayne Haskins went two for two with a great time, a perfectly timed throw and catch to Pat Fryermuth, and then easily ran one into the end zone to end the period. Do the math. That means that the offense won seven shots. They went into some one-on-one drills. Uh, this is where you have running backs inside linebackers and safeties in space. This is typically where the running backs now all of a sudden have an advantage. For backs on backers, the running backs are at an extreme disadvantage, but now almost like the script is flipped. So according to Brian Batko, Steelers have moved to a one-on-one competition drill, and Najee Harris is thrilling the crowd in open field work versus safeties and linebackers, getting the better of Antoine Brooks when they match up and also had a good rep versus Devin Bush. But Anthony McFarland, according to Batko, has the juice today dusting everyone in this drill. Buddy Johnson just had a textbook wrap-up of Trey Edmonds. One guy Najee Harris couldn't get away from, Robert Spillane. But then again, he has a thing for stonewalling Alabama running backs. He's talking about uh, Robert Spillane's big-time hit on Derrick Henry last season in Tennessee. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, who did not have a great showing on Saturday for the one-on-ones, and that was when you had edge rusher, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call it, going against a tight end. However, he did better on Monday. Pat Fryermy shows up in one-on-ones, just did a nice job. Uh, this is from Dale Lolly of DK Pittsburgh Sports. Just did a nice job sealing Alex Highsmith twice. Made up for a couple rough reps early. Zach Gentry, though, still the best of the tight ends. I wrote an article about him. You check it out. It aired on uh, Monday afternoon. Zach Trent, ja, Za, easy for me to say. Zach Gentry is really turning heads early in this Steelers training camp. It'll be exciting to see what he can do when the uh, actual bullets start flying, so to speak, on Thursday night. Now, Cam Hayward on Saturday, he was the recipient of a Najee Harris shakedown. Uh, he had broken through the line of scrimmage. Najee Harris made a miss. He wasn't going to let that happen again. This is according to Brian Batko. As the Steelers go to their full contact team run drill, Joe Haig's back with a first-team offensive line at right tackle. They pulled Zach Banner out. Ben Roethlisberger just hit Derek Watt on a wheel, wheel route off play action. Watt lined up as uh, the F in Matt Canada's scheme. That's a fullback. Made a nice catch down the field. Uh, Batko thought the Steelers' offensive line did a, great, a better job run blocking. Cam Hayward wasn't about to miss Najee Harris in the hole again like he did Saturday. He got to him today, brought him down with authority and kindly, of course. Nice burst by Kalen Ballage and Jalen Samuels, who returned to practice on Monday. Juju Smith-Schuster all offseason had been talking about how Matt Canada's offense, he plans on being on the outside more. Well, he finally got his wish. Uh, he keeps lobbying for more reps on the outside. He beat Joe Hayden off the line of scrimmage. Roethlisberger hit him for a big gain, and it's going to be tough to get him back into the slot after a big play like that. The dust-ups or the scuffles continue, and for some reason, my goodness, it's these rookies and Cam Hayward. According to Brooke Pryor of ESPN, Cam Hayward just got into it with a pair of offensive linemen, Kendrick Green and Dan Moore Jr., who blocked through the whistle. Hayward wasn't a fan. Again, I've said it a million times, this isn't the first scuffle between Moore and Hayward. Kendrick Green got into it today. They're trying to make a name for themselves. Hayward's not a fan. That sometimes is just the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. Um, Then with Benny Snow away, uh, Kalen Ballage was starting to make some plays. Brian Badko reports, on a day with no sign of Benny Snell at Steelers practice, Ballage just another had another nice day. 
spinning away from a tackle in the backfield. Mike Tomlin yells, good run, KB. That's how you know it was a nice play. Speaking of the aggressiveness, uh, Brooke Pryor writes, after 10 days of practice, I can't tell you if the offensive line will be quote-unquote good quite yet, but I can tell you they will definitely have an edge. This is one of those situations where that's all we've heard from Adrian Clem all offseason is being aggressive, being physical, and it seems like this is exactly what we're seeing now. It's coming to fruition. They might not be the most technically sound, but they might just have some nasty to them, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Pat Fryermuth continues to wow at practice. He had a really nice catch from Ben Roethlisberger in the 7-on-7 session. Uh, he just seems to have the, the magnet gloves. I mean, my gosh, the kid catches everything thrown his way. And for those that are still concerned about Ben Roethlisberger's deep passes, Brooke Pryor writes, Ben Roethlisberger just hit Deontay Johnson deep down the field. The pass was prob- probably traveled about 35 yards in the air. The crowd really liked it. He then also hit James Washington on the sideline, a step out of bounds for a deep throw after that. So it seems like, my goodness, Ben Roethlisberger's deep passes, hold your breath, might be okay in 2021. Rico Bussey, who made a name for himself on Saturday, had another good uh, day on Monday, met a one-handed catch, made it look easy on a pass from Dwayne Haskins. Uh, the players on the sideline loved it. You heard some people yell, hey, Rico, after the play. Good to see a young player making a name for himself. Let's see what he can do when we're talking about actual preseason snaps and repetitions. The goal line drill, that's the biggest drill that they run on some circumstances where really physical coach Tomlin said he felt like the offensive line answered the bell on the goal line drill, said they did largely what they needed to do, and Zach Banner was a big part of that. All right, folks, that about does it for this training camp recap podcast. There's a lot of news. Again, we will be back tomorrow, Tuesday. There'll be the last training camp recap podcast until they get back into camp on Saturday. And we'll have everything for you behind the steel curtain.com. Again, don't forget uh, Dave Schofield's players mentioned article after Mike Tomlin's press conference. My recap is always following. It's a great content going on at behind the steel curtain.com. I hope you check it out. In the meantime, as you know, I always finish out these podcasts. Be safe. Be kind and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow for another recap. Go Steelers.